Hello, Shannon. Hello, Chico. This is filter optional. Yes, and I am the filter. Of the no filter. Yes. That filter is me. Filter for the no filter. Filter for, for the no filter. And this is a West Media production. It sure is. I like that. I like the sound of that. Of course you do. Anything with your last name in it, you love. Yes. And when I say my first name and last name. Yes. You know, maybe it Chico could be a... West. It could be just the, a Chico production. It could. You know, because my name is kind of like Bono, Cher, <laughs> you know. Madonna. Madonna. Yes. You know, kind of is. They, there's just, you know, the one name. It doesn't. Sting. Yeah, well, seal. so <laughs> seal, <laughs> seal. Okay, so we let's not let's not spend too much time naming one okay. name. People, Prince. Prince. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were out of them. Yeah, uh, no, 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 no. We won't be out. But and especially if it's like a competition, because I'm so competitive, I will keep going until I win. Um, so, but one name wonders and being by yourself and being alone can be good for our topic today but but we let, don't have to get but, into that but yet, before but. we get into that is like we just got back it is it you know this is going to air on on the what 15th of February yes yes today is the 13th and we will probably all be shut in our it houses, is cold not able as to drive. shit and I know that people northerners make fun of us when stuff like this happens I mean you're seeing on national news right now that Texas is about to get the like history making weather and um, temperatures and all that kind of stuff and I know northerners just laugh and they get but they don't they really really need to put themselves in our shoes our flip-flops because we don't have um, we don't have shoes meant for this weather. We don't have clothes meant for this weather. Um, I, I do. I'm wearing my one we, pair of jeans that yeah. is meant for this weather right yeah. now. And if you can see, I'll show it. They no. have they have fleece, fleece lining. lining. I mean, they're it. so. But I got it from my buddy out of Utah, yes, Gary Fisher. You too. Yes, he but, sent it to. But me. Yeah, I was, if the power goes out, we will die. Right. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> and I'm saying that you know, if you go to a uh, Walmart in Colorado, say they probably have like rows and rows of like insulation that you can wrap around your faucets outside or whatever. They're sold out everywhere in Dallas. Like you can't find that stuff. So we're having to gather old towels. Like we we have to be MacGyver in this weather. Like we yes. have to make our own and save our pipes and all. Well, and, you know, and here's like, here's the crazy thing: is I saw on the news last night, we're gonna have 200 hours of below freezing consecutive. Yes, it's crazy. That is that is not normal. People think of Texas as hot. And so if our freezers go out, we're cool because we can just put it in coolers outside. Yes. So we're good um, on that because usually when we lose power in the middle of the summer, we'd lose all the contents of our yep. <laughs> refrigerator. Can't freezer. keep the beers yeah. cold. Right. No. Nope. This time. Or root beer. Yeah. Yes. Or root beer. Yeah. Because exactly. I'm still sober today. Yes. Well, we've had an entire deer because you're a hunter because you're a Texas, Texas guy. A hunter, and um, we did have, you know, almost an entire deer. The meat, the processed, um, go bad when it was dripping. The blood was dripping down the back. It was of actually it was an elk. No, 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 no. We used all the elk, I think. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, anyway. So, so I it, digress. But, but but here's the deal: is we. So you might be in your house stuck listening to us. And then here's here's the other thing: is um, 
we just got back on Saturday, on Thursday. We were in Florida, Fort Lauderdale. Nice trip, the two of us. You yes, know, and on- so our last episode, we were actually in Florida. We had we had taped it before, and we announced our, you know, um, our departure from. Casa Casa Kalina. That's why it's a West media production. Well, the passionate business that we built together and um, along with some other key people. But um, we let that go last Friday. and um, So it's been a little over a week, eight days. That I still have a little, I have a little private practice. I love meeting with the people that I'm meeting with. You know, if you need a therapist, you can call me. Yep. You know, I do already, I already have a speaking gig at a national which, conference. Which is, you know, your whole um, passion in life has always been to help people and especially in the, um, you know, counseling field, mental health field, obviously, um, but to help people. And I just really think that God cleared the path for you to help more people, maybe different kinds of scenarios by freeing up your time i mean your time's been freed up a little bit so quite a bit quite a bit and um i think that that's just all part of god's plan and path for us that um he cleared cleared the way for you to do that so if you 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 know what if you cleared also chico if you called chico a couple of months ago or before the holidays and said, hey, I need to, I need some counseling. I need to come in and can you help me? And he's, his response was either no response because there are a lot of times he just doesn't get back to people because he has so many phone calls and emails per day. Or his response was, you know what, I'm just I'm closed. I'm kind of have a closed practice. Well, you can call back now because the response might be different. Yes. And, and what you were saying about, you know, me uh, having the freedom. You know, I said in in this past week's episode that, you know, I'm going to rent a car and try, you know, have some time, you know, by myself yes. and stuff like that. We're going to talk about that on this episode right here, kind of solitude. Yeah. Uh, but I changed it up. I'm not going to leave on Wednesday. I'm actually going to leave a week later. Well, and that's because of the weather. I mean, yes. It's, it's not. But I have the freedom to do that. Yes, you do. You do. But, uh, you know, I, I think... Um, this is kind of a good intro. Like, we need to. Um, I'd like to. We're we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the difference between solitude and loneliness, and how you seek out solitude. Because um, there are it's a there are a variety of ways to cope with what's going on in the world. Um, I mean, alcohol, drugs, um, sleeping, um, depression, getting um, busy getting busy, cleaning out your closet, you know, whatever. I mean, they're definitely soaking up social media, you know, getting Getting, completely lost or playing, playing little, you know, stupid mindless games, uh, you know, on your phone. So, um, but but when you talk about solitude and loneliness, it's interesting. We were in Florida and, you know, we went on the beach and we noticed we were there Monday to Thursday you know, you and I both noticed that there were a lot of kids, you know, the week of February 8th to right, 11th right. on the beach. Yes. And all of a sudden we befriended the, the couple next to us that had an 11 and 6-year-old. Yes. And we started Boys. talking to them. And they, they're they from Boston. Yeah. 
And it was wild because talking about, you know, solitude versus loneliness, it was wild just kind of listening to their conversation. They were playing good music. She had Yacht Rock. Yeah, you know. I loved it. I was very good. Yeah, and so we're talking to them, and they, they had a friend that had a condo down there in Fort Lauderdale, and they'd been there for six weeks. Yeah, because their kids weren't back in school. They were all they were all online. There wasn't even a hybrid choice. They were not back in the classroom. They were just online, and so they decided to pick up and get out of the cold weather. and 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 then they were able to. They had a beach day that they were kind of skipping school. I mean, yes, you know. But they but it was interesting because I heard the dad tell the six year old to get off his device. Yes, because and so it's it's they were wild. Thing, yeah. It's like how how people i mean do, you know shannon if you could really define for us you know the difference between solitude versus loneliness you know that would be a good way to really talk about that because we we really want to embrace solitude well um, okay so here's some of the definitions i found i stole stole sorry from psychology today um an article out of psychology today so i want to give them the credit for this but um it it says loneliness is a negative state. It's marked by a sense of isolation. One feels that something is missing. It is, it is possible to be with people and still feel lonely, perhaps the most bitter form of loneliness. So it's a negative thing when you're experiencing loneliness, even when you're surrounded by people. Um, and you can feel lonely at work. You can feel lonely... Um, at home, at home, married in a, in a marriage, um, you know, single. Um, obviously, as it's a, a kid with a bunch of siblings, with a bunch of friends too. Yes. As a kid with a, a huge group of friends, you can still feel lonely. And then solitude is the state of being alone without being lonely. It is a positive and constructive state of engagement with oneself. Solitude is desirable, a state of being alone where you provide yourself wonderful and sufficient company. And, you know, God tells us that he is enough for us. And um, so I think with God, we can do anything. And so for me, a state of solitude doesn't disclude God. That's just me personally. It includes God um, because that's he's part of my being and part of my um, fiber, but, um, but I need to know, I mean, how do we, I, I'm in true confession. I never was without my device when we were in Florida, but that trip wasn't intentionally about solitude for me. It was about getting away, getting warm, you know, all that kind of stuff. But can I can I come yeah, can we ahead. come back to that? Because yeah, I, I like yeah. that definition of, you know, loneliness is that negative state marked by a sense of isolation. Yes. You know, but at the same time, I I mean I agree with that, but then, you know, I I you know, I I struggle with that a little bit because lots of times it's that negative state and it that's that we talked about it before in the past, the narrative in our head. Yeah. You know, because sometimes loneliness looks like, you know, an obstacle instead of an opportunity. If I can turn my loneliness into that opportunity into where I listen instead of but letting you have that to turn letting loneliness that, into solitude though. Yes. Right? You know, and so interchangeably. But there, you know, you know I, I remember discussing this years ago and I had a book, you know, that how how can we turn loneliness into an opportunity instead of an obstacle? 
You know, it's like, it's all right to be alone, like what that solitude, uh, you know, definition talked about. But yes. a lot of times it's hard when you, when you were talking about, you know, we saw that little six-year-old, you, you know, were, were never without your device. We, it's easy to get distracted and let other voices keep talking to us. And I think that breeds that loneliness. It does because I, I think, and this is track with me on this. I don't think loneliness requires much effort. Does that make sense? It doesn't, we can disconnect at any time or add medicators at any time. It just, loneliness just doesn't take any effort. We can get the end of the day and be like, God, I'm just, I'm just down. I'm just, I don't know what it is. I just, I'm down and I'm lonely and it's, it's just easy because you're absorbing all of this stuff and you're not really coping with listening or you're just escaping. And so loneliness is easy, but I feel like solitude takes some intentionality and some practice. Like, I think you have to be intentional about seeking solitude and it becomes a practice. Kind of like yoga is a practice. That's why they call wow, it yoga. Wow, that was what practice. I was thinking too. It was like yoga gives you that ability. You know, yoga, you know, deep breathing exercises. I mean, yeah. I, a good, healthy, deep breathing exercise that can help kind of center you back is to breathe in through your nose yeah. for four seconds, hold it, uh, you know, increase your, your belly. I like and eight, then eight seconds. But. Eight seconds is good, <laughs> but uh, four seconds, it's it's a tactical breathing from, a mil from the military, yeah. you know, to calm the person down and get them focused, you know. And so that, you know, when, when we can do some of those things, it, it opens our ability to listen you know, to that God voice inside each one of us. Well, and that's what I mean by, I think solitude, seeking solitude is harder and therefore sometimes we avoid it. It's like yoga. That's why they call yoga a practice. You have to practice the solitude. And I, I think that I am going to use this time since now we've been, um, you know, had a lot of our distractions and work and things like that kind of cut out. I want to be, I want to practice solitude. And maybe that starts with reading a book five minutes a day and, but just really, or, um, putting my device down for an hour a day, setting an alarm and just putting but it get, away yeah. or something and like so that. But I, I like that Shannon, because, you know, right before we started this podcast, uh, you know, Beck called us our 17 year old, Yes. you know, the, the more we can model you know, for our boys. So if your parents out there listening, it's like, if, if we're always on our device, you know, right. it's easy for them to be on their device. We, you know, I could justify it all the time because my phone was ringing. I'm trying to help people, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And <clears throat> instead of actually putting it somewhere else, you know, modeling for, <clears throat> you know, those loved ones in our life, uh, well, and if we're really honest with ourselves that we, we do justify, rationalize and minimize our usage of technology, whether, mm -hmm. you know, we can say, oh, well, I took Facebook off of my phone or whatever, but it doesn't mean that you took Candy Crush off your phone. No. Chico. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Calling and me you out can there. be like, you can be like, well, I'm not on social media. I don't have that app on my phone, but you do have a game app or something like that. I mean, we can all justify and minimize all of that because loneliness doesn't take as much effort. It just doesn't take as much effort. You can well, I, I would disagree with you, Shannon. Okay. You know, is that's where I would challenge that is loneliness 
it does take a lot of effort to just stay stuck in your crap. You know, and lots of times in our loneliness, we stay stuck. We but, stay stuck yes. in the distractions. We st stay stuck in, in all that stuff. And we don't actually build a community. I, but I, I think, I'm sorry, I think it just takes a whole lot more effort to get out of that, to get unstuck. And so when we're stuck, that just doesn't take much effort. You're just stuck. Well, you, see you know what? I'm what? Saying? Yes. Well, and I so think we we're could, saying the same thing. We could both be right. It's like Henry Kissinger said years ago, you know, when he was Secretary of State. It's, uh, I think this applies to what we're dealing with. And, and Kevin, you could chime in. But Henry Kissinger, back when he was Secretary of State, it's not right versus wrong. That's one of the greatest tragedies in our world today. It's right versus right. So both of us, I think, are right. Right. I, and yeah. I, yeah, I wasn't trying to be right, but, um, but I, I think you're right. Opinion. And I think I'm right. And we both, and it both plays out right there. Does that make sense, Kevin? Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, but you know, so, it, it, this article also talks about how solitude is refreshing. It's an opportunity to renew ourselves. In other words, it replenishes us. And so I think okay, that sounds that sounds good. I agree with that. Yeah. You know, but how do we get there? I mean, that's that tough place. When, when we're so used to loneliness, you know, how do we how do we disconnect? How do we take time? How do we pause? How like, you know, Psalms 46:10 says, "Be still and know that I am God." You know, God right. says that. How do we get to that place to really listen? Well, and in this article, it's the it's the one piece that I differ, my opinion is different in this article, which we're all, you know, kind of allowed to do, is that it says solitude is something you choose. Loneliness is imposed on you by others. Well, I don't think that putting our loneliness, putting blame on others is a healthy um, response to loneliness because that insinuates that it's imposed by other people so we have no control over our loneliness where maybe it's encouraging us to just have boundaries so that others don't impose but i i just i kind of disagree with that what do you think like the, solitude is something you choose i think it is like a practice i think you have to choose to put your phone away choose to practice solitude until you get good at it it's like prayer i feel like um i had to practice a regimen of prayer before I could get good at it. Now it's just a natural go-to, hopefully. But it, it's it's similar to step 11, you know, uh, from Alcoholics Anonymous, sought through prayer and meditation to improve my conscious contact with God, praying only for the knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. It's like, you know, prayer and meditation. I think meditation is that place of solitude you know, how do I quiet, you know, my mind, yeah. those, those, those narratives that are going off, that are telling me different things. Our next episode, we're going to talk a little bit about that with core wounds and yeah. stuff like that. But we get those, those negative messages going on and that doesn't give us that, that space where we can have that solitude. It does, it does take a choice. It does take that practice, you know, big time. Uh, in that regard. So I do agree with you, you know, but when you say loneliness is imposed on you by others, 
Yeah, I mean, maybe, but I think some of it is our own shit. That's what I'm. That's what I was saying. I disagree yeah. with. The, yeah, the article says that, and I and I'm not. I'm not sure that we should feel like put blame. Put blame. That's what I was saying. Yes. Were you listening? I was that? listening. Um, but I don't think you used the word blame. I did. Okay. I pointing fingers. Yes. Blaming. Maybe yeah. I didn't say blame. We can rewind it back, and everybody can comment on whether or not I use blame, but I was saying pointing fingers or whatever. I don't think that we should put that on other people because that tends to insinuate that we can't get out of our loneliness. If it's imposed by other people, we can't get out of it. You know what I mean? How do we escape it? Yes. And we can escape it. And and, and then the question is, how is it opposed on others? I mean, we got to get curious. You know, how do others impose loneliness on us? Right. You know, the, a lot of times it's like, I think we're giving away our power if if it's, yes. you know, imposed from others. Now, sometimes in marriage, you know, your spouse can be, you know, not not deal with conflict, you know, be conflict avoidant or be, or be all about conflict. Yeah, that might impose some loneliness. Yeah, you know when you're not having that healthy conflict. Right. You know, so there is some opportunities. There. Well, and there's I just don't know if it, I guess imposed maybe isn't the right word because I find that I struggle with loneliness when I am reading the news or watching the news or reading Twitter or whatever, and I'll use um, the example of the accident um, a couple of days ago. Um, was it on Thursday? No, it was like Tuesday or Wednesday. Tuesday, uh, Wednesday. Yeah. Anyway, I mean the the horrific accident in Fort Worth um, with the ice and the hundred and thirteen cars or something like that. Like that has really been sitting with me, and it's getting me down. And when I start to absorb tragic events that happen to other people, I'm not directly involved with it. I start to feel lonely because I start to feel like I can't really share it with anybody and it's not personal to I mean there are people out there that are hurting a whole lot worse obviously but I start to absorb the news of the day and things like that and then I start to get lonely because I don't I don't know if that makes sense. You were I, right though it was Thursday. Okay. Yeah. So. And yeah. so it, yes, For the past I, I, days, I understand really heavy and I've seen other people express <clears throat> that too, that it's really, it's like secondary trauma or something. Oh, I think so. Uh, it's secondary trauma. I also believe that a lot of times, uh, that that's sometimes we miss that, you know, that's where I also like you disagree with, you know, what they're saying in this article about loneliness. You know, solitude is really healthy. Loneliness can be very destructive. But loneliness, if I don't reach out and you just stuff all that stuff about the 113-car pileup and you take it on and you're not sharing it, you know, that feeds that negative talk that happens, that negative narrative in, in our brain. And then what you start to do with that becomes very destructive. Yes, because you start to feel really lonely in your own head and in your own body. And then you want the feeling to go away. Like I haven't even, I'll I'll go ahead and confess something to you right now is that I am in, well, so last night Chico and I had to clean up our Facebook pages and, and my LinkedIn, you know, because we've changed jobs or we've changed, you know, careers. Paths. And so I had to delete 
you know, if you call Casa Kalina's number and ask for me, you're not going to get me. So that's not how to get in touch with me anymore. Um, not that I won't be calling Casa, but it's just not how. So we, I, I've been having to delete all that kind of stuff. And um, so I looked at the website and, you know, we're, we're not on it. But, of course, we're not on it. I mean, we, we aren't working there anymore. I but don't own it. You don't own it. But it still was like that is something that I'm kind of down about today. And I'm kind it's, of holding. It's because you put and, a lot of effort yes. into it. You were in charge well, of that. Well, and I know the website backwards and forwards. And, and and it was it was our vision and it was our dream and it's like whoa. And I shared with you last night. I you know I talked to you know a couple staff members you know at Casa yesterday after getting back in town well, dealing we're still, with us. Still transitioning. Yes, yeah, and so. we're transitioning. And I'm trying to you know we have the emission cell phone on our package and. You know, I was doing that, and I was going, man, right now, I, I, as we were walking upstairs to go to bed, I go, Shannon, I don't need to be talking to Casa right now because, you know, some insecurities are popping up. That's my vulnerability. You know, I can get lonely, and I can get that negative self-talk instead of this solitude, you know, and right. I like... I like this place of solitude. I want to seek solitude. Yes. And, right you know, I, I sent you a, a little uh, Henry Nowen uh, oh, yeah. deal. Yes. And what, what he talks about uh, in, this, in this, we create that precious space where we can discover the voice telling us about our inner necessity. That is our vocation. Unless our questions, problems, and concerns are tested and mature in solitude, it is not realistic to expect answers that are really our own. Yes, yes. It goes on to say, a lonely person has no inner time or inner rest to wait and listen. He wants answers and wants them here and now. But in solitude, we can pay attention to our inner self. And it's so true that in this time of immediate gratification with Google and getting answers, we, I mean, and I, I do think that Unfortunately, like I'm not blaming millennials or blaming or whatever. They grew up with all this stuff. I mean, we had to we had to go to the encyclopedia shelf, look A through Z, pull out L to look up leukemia or whatever and read about it. And then if it wasn't in the encyclopedia, I don't know where we but, went from. Okay. I had to go to the library, Shannon, pull the card catalog. From the Dewey Decimal System? Yes. Is that what it was called? Yes, that's See, what I, it was called. See, I, I remember, and there was... And card it's like, catalogs. You pulled it out in cards and it, cards. It said where the book was. Yes, and then you it, would take the card to the librarian and say, help me find this book, and then you would go to the book and you would and open it up, boom. and then they would have these huge copy machines in the library because when you were doing research, and you would take the book over and you put it on the copy machine, then I would take all the papers back over to the desk in the library and do your research. But like, I mean, if, I mean if, if you think about it, it's like when we grew up in, you know, in the seventies and eighties, it's like, you know, when we started to socialize, you know, uh, outside of our parents, you know, setting up play dates, I don't know if they ever set up play dates, you know, we were just told, mm -hmm. I remember growing up in the seventies, you know, as a, as a, you know, six, eight, nine, 10 year old, Be hung year old. By dark. Yes, and just get on your bike and ride places. Yes, yes. You know, go find get your out. friends. But I was in solitude lots of times. Where are my buddies? You know, I, know. I knew, yeah, you, uh, you know, just riding along. You know, I didn't have and you, music. And you weren't really lonely because you didn't have FOMO. 
Yes. We didn't know what we were missing out on because we were all just, you know, out and, you know, out and about. And we weren't lonely. We were just. But we we learned how to be all right by ourselves. Going back to that place with with those kids, that that six-year-old and that 11-year-old, it's like their parents took away their devices. And all of a sudden, you know, the the little six-year-old found a coconut and he started yes. throwing it around. He found things that entertained him. Yeah, and then of course the teacher and me came out and I said, "See, you are learning things today. You're learning how to find and peel a coconut and you're learning how hard a coconut is to get into and um, you know, you're learning that you can make it into other things like he wanted to make it a football and things like that and he was like, "Yeah, I can go back to school and say, I found a coconut on the beach." And I said, "Yes, you can." But, yeah. um, so, but if you go back to this, unless our questions, problems, and concerns are tested and matured in solitude, it is not realistic to expect answers that are really our own. I like what now and then goes on and says, this is a very difficult task because in our world, we're constantly pulled away from our innermost self and encouraged to look for answers instead of listening to the questions. I mean, and, and I, I made a little note right here is like, Man, I I look look for the answers so many times instead of listening to the questions, you know. And so right now, it's like I'm I'm gonna take some time. I don't know, you know, what God has in store for you and I as as we sold our interest in Casa Kalina. It's like you know, people have asked me, "Sir, are you gonna open another one?" Yeah. You know, pe- people have called and said, "Hey, do you want to do this?" And yeah. I'm going. I'm, I really am wrestling and I like it because I'm wrestling. It's like, I'm wrestling with, I'm making a commitment that I'm not going to make a major decision for the next six months. Right. I'm still going to do my counseling, but I want to, I want to find those places where I'm in solitude to really listen to the question and listen for the answers from that question. Yeah. And that's that tough place for me right now. It's like, there's days that I'm excited because I'm listening and I don't have I don't have direction. But then Shannon, sometimes there's this this you know like what it talks about with loneliness is like the the messages of what the world's telling us in that Psychology Today article is like the messages. Well, I I need to have some kind of direction. I'm only 52 years old. I need to know what I'm doing. Well, yeah, right. Yeah. We are doing stuff, so that's the whole thing. Is it's like that's the crazy why can't thing. why can't that be an acceptable answer? Like what we are doing. I mean, we yes. are doing stuff. We're doing a podcast right now. That's correct. You know, on a Saturday. That's correct. And I have had people request certain um, topics and things like that now, and so I feel as if I am contributing. Yes, somehow and, and, to and the someone. Gra- if one person is moved by what we are saying then that's great yes but it but it goes on in this article is like uh there we can also become present to others by reaching out to them not greedy for attention and affection but offering our own selves to help build a community of love solitude does not pull us away from our fellow humans human beings but instead makes us real fellowship possible makes real fellowship possible yeah i like that you know because uh, so much uh we think solitude pulls us away but it actually gives us an opportunity to grow and and to connect and i think people well like me i think that 
sol- seeking solitude, it, I'm going to miss out on things. Like, it's like if I decide to just take a week of solitude or whatever that looks like, and then my Friday lunch group, I miss it. You know, it's like, oh, wait, but I don't want to, I don't want to miss my Friday. Well, I'm not going to really miss anything. I mean, com- come on, let's be honest. We don't really miss anything, you know? I mean, and, and I think that's where we're different, and, you know, is like, I, I, I do believe I'm social and stuff like that, but a lot of times I enjoy solitude more, I I believe, than you do. It's not good, bad, right, or wrong. It's just I like my time alone. If it's smoking a cigar, if it's my morning meditation. Well, and a, yes, I, I would agree with that statement, except I don't think that that's me being my authentic self because I do desire solitude too. I feel like whether it's my codependency or my Enneagram type two or my personality or whatever, or being a woman, I'm never alone. I am never, I, I fight to find that place of alone and solitude. But it, let, let me ask you this question as we kind of wrap up this Even episode. Even if it's dogs. It, let, you know. let me ask you this question as we wrap this episode up i'm gonna take a car trip i'm gonna visit a few people but i'm gonna find days where i'm just alone you know i'm not sure that you would do something like that chico i went to austin texas in august when i was losing my mind when everything was out of control we didn't know if the kids were gonna play football but you went you went for a reason you, I well, mean, I need I, a reason. I can't yeah. sit in a. I needed a reason. I needed a. I, and a I'm task, not faulting you. But I had. I was so energized, Chico. Why are? Why do you get to dictate how I spend my solitude? I'm not dictating it. I'm just. It, it was sol- solitude for me to wander like targets, and I'm sorry. Well, maybe. And look but at I'm just. Stuff I'm and, just. I'm just saying to just really, I like also. I didn't I'm really gonna... have to. Go, I didn't have to go down there. No. I didn't really have a task. I went down there to be alone. In fact, there was a time period when you said, "Well, maybe I'll come with you," and I was, "No, I don't want you to come with me." Yes. You know, quit trying to manage my solitude. I'm not managing your solitude. I'm just challenging it. You know. Well, you know what? When you get back, I'll take off, and yeah. so you can handle everything at home. I like that. I can. I'll show you. I'll show you. I like it. You know, but oh. but so to kind of you know bring this back together is like take that time to listen to God, to listen to the questions. You know, also if you're listening to us on iTunes, man, give us a rating. We love the five. Continue to do that. You know, so we're, we're, yes. we like that. Share our podcast with others. Yes, please do. Thank you. Thank you.